Hey, I'm going to preach the word of God, but I'm going to preach it with the help of Harvest Kids. So they're all filtering back into, if you guys want to come up here and join me, I need you to help me preach this word. And as I'm getting ready to preach the word of God with Harvest Kids, we're going to take an offering. So we have the ushers with uh, the offering buckets. Be faithful in your giving. We are doing super well financially as a church. We are self-sustaining, meaning we're not getting any outside help from any organizations, any other churches. It's all the generous giving of, of the people of God at Harvest Reading. That's, that's truly amazing. Hey, you guys want to sit on this table here? This could be the Harvest Kids table right there. Any other kids going to help me out preach the word of God? Come on up here. Any Harvest Kids? Come back up here if you could. If you sit at this table right here or maybe the front row over here, this section will be Harvest Kids. I'm going to try to do something that is truly, truly challenging, and that is preach the word of God to young kids and to adults at the same time in an outdoor setting. How many people remember a couple of years ago when the Corvette that was down in the parking lot was moving? There was nobody in the car, but it was moving by itself. It was going downhill, and that was during the message. Anybody remember that at all? That was just a little bit distracting, uh, but we're going to try to get through the word of God. Let's take our Bibles. I want you to go to Matthew chapter 7 if you have a Bible app or a hard copy. Matthew 7. And we're going to look at something I think is going to be really important for all of us, including the Harvest Kids. So I want the Harvest Kids to be focused on me, on the Word of God, helping me all along the way. Because, again, this is a challenging environment to try to open the Word of God. Matthew chapter 7. I want to look at verses 7 down to verse 11. All right, I'm going to read these verses out loud. Here we go. Here's another challenge is the wind. Verse 7 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for, a, a, asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Everybody say good things. God gives good things. That's the the title of the message. I'm going to try to do this uh, in about 10, 15 minutes tops. I want to go through Matthew 7, 7 to 11 with you. What are some good things that you have received? How about you guys, Harvest Kids? What are some good things that you have received? Maybe for Christmas, maybe it was for your birthday. Some good things. Think of something. What do you got? You got a new what? A Wii U. Oh, a Wii. Is that like a video thing? A Wii U. I remember Atari. I just don't remember all the more modern ones. Yeah, it's like newer ones. Okay. That's okay. Awesome. That was a good thing. How about you guys? Anybody else? A good thing you ever received? Go ahead. Just shout it out nice and loud. What did you get? That was a good thing. I got a Bible for my birthday. Ooh, a Bible for your birthday. Bible's pretty important, right? That's a good thing. Anybody else? Harvest kids? All right, let's jump over to adults. Do you have a good thing? What did you get that was a good thing? Um, I got um, um, Aladdin. Aladdin? That's like Disney, huh? I love Disney. My notes are going to fly. Can somebody come up here and be my assistant here for a second? Can somebody come up? Right? Would you do that? Would you do that, Eric? This is really going to distract me. I don't want to be distracted. If you could hold my page right there. We're getting everybody involved in this message, even the adults here. All right, how about one adult? You receive something good. Na- real loud. I need you to go real loud. Anybody? 
Oh, grandkids. Grandkids. You know what I received? My wife and I received something really good in 2016. Does anybody know what that might be? Yeah, Harvest. Harvest ready. Give yourself an applause. Come on. It's a good thing. Oh, thank you. How do you do that? Just like, I feel like I'm doing the laundry up here. What's happening? Somebody brought some clips. That was awesome. Thanks, man. I think I'll be able to do it. Appreciate it, Eric. Yeah, I'll take a bunch just in case. That's preparation right there. All right, let's go through the text. This is an interesting story. It's actually kind of odd, some of the things that Jesus is saying here. The story goes, the dad has a son, and the son asks him for what? What's the first thing that the son asks the father for? Yeah, for bread, for bread. Hey, kids, harvest kids, does anybody like bread? Yes, I want it now. Reminds me of a message I did. How about that Longhorn Steakhouse bread? Is that like manna from heaven? Come on, do I hear an amen on that one? And then if you go over to Smoky Bones, the, the corn bread, come on. Yeah. You, you might want to just freak out over that butter that you put over that, right? People love bread. So why the son is asking for bread? Bread is necessary for life in that day. Bread is something that they lived on. They ate it almost every meal. So when you say bread, this is a good thing. And so a son is asking for bread. And then what does it happens after that? What's it say? Somebody else help me out in the back of my have a Bible. What's the next thing? The father's going to give him a what? No, it's a stone. It's a stone. It's like, what? What is he talking about? So, so bread is good. I love bread. We all love bread. We need it to live. You've got to think of those people in the Bible days because they, they lived on bread. It was their sustenance. It was their everything. And so the son is asking for bread, but then the father's going to give him a stone. You can't eat a stone. You ever tried eating a stone? Don't do this at home. You ever heard that on TV? Don't do that. That's done. Yeah, it's good. I don't mind if the ones I'm finished go flying. That's fine. So anyway, this is a stone. And, and this is just doesn't make any sense in the story. So the, so the father's going to give a child, the, the son or daughter, a stone. Now, if I wrap this up and I gave it to you for your birthday or for Christmas, what would you think of that? Would that be good or would that be bad? Yeah? It's like it doesn't make any sense. What's he trying to say here? Let's keep going through the text. Ready? Keeps going because in verse 10 he asks another question. If he asks, now this is the child asking the father, if he asks for a, what's it say? A fish stick. Yeah, a fish stick. Yes. So, so if the son or the daughter asks the father for a fish. Now, fish important to those in the Bible days? Yeah, really important. Just like bread's really important. In fact, fish is something that they, they lived off of, like the bread. Man, if you were a fisherman or a fisherwoman in that day, that's like playing for the Philadelphia Eagles or the Philadelphia Phillies. It was a big deal to be a fisherman. And so fish is good or bad? It's a good thing, right? Who said they like fish over here? Fish sticks. Here you go. Was that you? There you go, good. Now, that's been sitting in my car overnight, so you might want to check with mom and dad to see if it's still good. Just to, just to put out a little bit of a warning there. All right, so we have a fish, and so the son's asking for a fish. Keep going through the text if you have a Bible. Fisherman's huge, fisherman's big, fish is big, bread's big, fish and bread are good, it's all good. How many people like fishing here? Is there going to be fishermen here? People like fishing? A lot of Harvest kids like fishing. That's awesome. I went fishing once. It only took once because I got sick. 
but uh, fishing is a big deal. So the fish is given by the Father, or said, I'm asking for a fish, and what does it say through the rest of the text? If the son asks for a fish and the dad gives a, what's it say? It says a cockroach, a cockroach. It's a cucaracha. Yeah, I couldn't find a fake snake, and so I found a cucaracha. And I wasn't about to go out into the woods and find a real snake for the sake of illustration. I'm not going to do that. But anyway, it goes with the point, right? So the son asks the dad for bread, and the dad ends up giving a stone. Well, then the son asks for fish, which is a good thing, but the dad gives a cucaracha or a, a serpent or a snake. What's the deal with this? What's happening? Why is he talking like this? Remember, we're talking about God giving good things. Now look at verse 11. Watch this, Harvest Kids. This is, I'm going to turn the corner here. Verse 11. If you then who are evil. Now watch that. It's important. Why is he saying this? If, if the dad is evil... And he's making a reference to the fact that we're all fallen sinners, that we're all corrupted by the fall of man, original sin. He's talking about that we are by ourselves, separated from God, without Jesus Christ, insignificant to really and ultimately love our child the way that we we should be. He's putting a comparison before us here. If you then who are evil, you're flawed and you're fallen, know how to give good things to your kids. This is a non-Christian dad who is innate inside of him, his heart, knows that he needs to give good things to his children. Now, this is a fallen, unredeemed, sinful man. He even knows to give good things to his children. That's the point. Now, watch this, because through the text, Jesus says, how much more? Can we say that out loud, Harvest Kids? How much more? Loud, loud, loud as you can. How much more? All right, now turn to your parents and say the same thing, right? How much more? Everybody, can we do it together? How much more? Oh, that was pretty lame. I want downtown Reading to be able to hear this. Ready? Everybody at the same time. How much more? How much more? There's the comparison. Fallen dad, corrupted dad, flawed dad, still gives good things to his children. How much more is a heavenly father going to give good things? Now watch this. I'm going to give you three principles. Write these down if you got a little, not, not you guys, don't worry about this. If you have an insert, an adult, I want to write this down. Here's number one. I want to draw three principles quickly. Come to God in humility and helplessness. This is how you get the good things from God. You got to come to him. You come to him with humility, and you come to him with a helpless attitude. You don't come to him yelling at him. You're not complaining against God. You're not blaming God. You don't have a bad attitude. You're not demanding anything from God. You ever met somebody like that before? They get mad at God, and God is bad, and God never does good things, and they start blaming God. You don't want to do that. You want to come to God humbly and helplessly. That's the point he's trying to make here. Let me see if I can illustrate it. Before our service today, I went around the park, and I did gather as many of those little black ants. You ever seen those little—I don't think they survived in my pocket, but I have felt them moving around a little bit. So I gathered as many as I can. What's the point of Oh, this is— and so I'm going to, sh- I'm going to prove, there we go. What's the point of that? Oh, okay. Somebody is asking, what is the point of this? That's a very good question. So these ants here, right? Watch this, watch this. Look up here, guys. Look up here. Can I see one of them? I don't think he survived my pocket. So here's a small ant. Here's a weak ant. This is, I'm much bigger, much stronger like you guys are. Uh, If this is Ant-Man, then I might be in trouble. But if it's not Ant-Man, then I'm okay. The point I'm trying to make is 
we got to come to God as if he is big, he is awesome, I am small, I am weak, I am helpless. That's how you get the goodness of God. When everybody goes to him and, and humbles themselves before him, then all of a sudden the goodness of God is shed abroad. It's moving in our life. It's, he's providing for us. We're recognizing it, which leads to number two. Watch this. Number two, here's what you do. Connect your prayers with the goodness of God. Here's this word seek. The first word was ask. That's come to God, ask. Number two, that word seek, connect your prayer with the goodness of God. In other words, the character of God is good, right? Yes or no? The character of God is good. He's always good. He never not, cannot be bad or not be good. He is never bad. He is always good. So you connect your prayer. You're seeking the Lord in the season of difficulty that you're in. And I think that is the word for somebody here that is going through a difficult season. You might call it a valley or deep waters or the, or the shadow, you know, the valley of the shadow. You might be anything like that. You need to hear this word. Connect your praying to the will of God in and through what you're going through, looking for the goodness of God in everything. How many people have ever been through a hard time? Harvest kids, anybody ever been through a hard time? Lonely, sad, anxious, lost, pain, grief, diagnosis from the doctor, all of that, it's hard. What you want to do is you want to connect your praying. Take your prayers and go, God, I'm looking for the goodness of God. I'm looking for you in all of this. I want my prayer to be your will be done in and through what I'm going through, no matter what it is. That's going to get the goodness of God. Does that make any sense? This is important. You got to ask. You got to seek. Back in chapter 6, verse 33, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Here's number three. And lastly. Continue in prayer until you receive the answer. This is knock. So you got ask, seek, and knock. Continue in prayer until you get the answer. Do not give up praying. Do not give up praying. I'm going to say it another time. Do not ever give up praying because the enemy is going to come into your mind and he's going to say, God doesn't answer prayer. God doesn't care about you. It's too late for you. And, God's going to, and, and the enemy is going to say, God's not going to answer your prayer. But what you need to do is the exact opposite of that. You've got to keep persevering and pressing through. Do not stop. The enemy is going to get a victory on that one if you do. Well, anyway, why does he use this word knock? Knock is not really typical today. We would text somebody. We'd go over their house. We would probably yell, hey, come on out of there. You know, we don't, we don't really go up to a door uh, and knock anymore. I mean, there's a doorbell we might use, but as far as knocking, so I want everybody in the house, outside of the pavilion, find something that you can knock. Maybe the wood table, maybe the guy next to you might be a little hollow sounding. That might be a good knock. Go against his head a little bit. Whatever you can find, knock. Start knocking, everybody. Find something to knock. Knock, knock, knock. What is the point that Jesus is trying to make here? Keep going. Make it nice and loud. I want your knuckles to be bleeding. This is what it's all about here. Knock, knock, knock. All right. All right. What's the point he's trying to make? If you keep knocking, if you keep persevering in your praying, is God going to answer? He's going to answer. That's the point he's trying to make. Continue in the prayer and don't give up. Keep knocking. All right, here we go. Knock, knock. Amish. Oh, I miss you too. Here we go. Knock, knock. Broken pencil. Never mind, it's pointless. Does anybody have a good knock, knock joke? Anybody in my harvest kids? Knock, 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 knock. Do you have a knock, knock joke? Is it good? Come on up here. What do you got? 
Okay, think about it. Anybody else have a knock-knock? We'll, we'll come back to you. It's all right. Nobody has knock-knock? Does anybody, and I don't have a knock-knock. What do you got? Christy. Who's there? What? So continue in your prayers. Continue in your prayers. Let's continue in the message here. I'm going to land the plane right now. God is good. You remember? Come on up here. Knock, knock. Who? Are you an owl? <laughs> that's good. I don't know too many knock knocks. I had to look online. So that's why I got my material. All right, God is good. God is good, and he gives good things. God gives good things. Come to him with humility and helplessness. Connect your prayers. Connect your prayers to God, to his will in the season that you're in, and continue, continue until you get the answer. Very practical. Jesus said it. Ask, seek, and knock. 